One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. We got this message in from a listener. It was a WhatsApp message. Um... Hi, PJ. Can you tell me what is and what isn't allowed with these new video camera recording devices that people have on their front door? This is like a little camera, a little ring, they actually call them. One model is ring. Um, What's the law concerning them? Surely there's a limit to how far they can see or record or what kind of sound they can intake. Surely there are limits and surely there are rules, which is a very good point. Surely there are. Now, if you go on to the data commissioner office, there's a document and you'll find it's maybe 19 or 20 pages and lots of information in it. Difficult enough to distill down, though, for the average householder who just wants to protect their own property in the drive. And there's been a case in the UK with regard to these ring security cameras, which has resulted in Amazon, who supply them, uh, to respect the privacy of their neighbours. It was an interesting one about a guy who put one up on the front door to see the driveway, protected, and then also put one up on the garden shed to protect the garden and could watch any activity on the mobile phone or a pad or something and ended up in trouble over it. So, let us go to Dara O'Brien. He is the MD of Castlebridge Information, Governance, Privacy and Quality. And Dara, like I said to listeners there, the Data Protection Commissioner's document is a bit complex to drill down. But if I want to put one of these things up on my front door, what's the law? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Well, the law very simply is that as long as you're not overlooking someone else's private space or a public place, there's no problem. As long as it's within the perimeter of your domestic environment, you're in the scope of what's called the domestic use exemption. Uh, the problem is with these cameras, they're looking out. And that case you referred to in the UK, it wasn't that he had cameras on his hall door and on a shed. It, the fact was his, the cameras were looking into his neighbor's house and he wouldn't take them down or he wouldn't do anything to, to change the positioning of them so that they weren't uh, overlooking uh, looking direct straight into his neighbor's house and his neighbor's driveway and things like that. So the law here is ultimately that as long as you're just within the sphere of your own home, that's fine. Out to the perimeter of your, of your property, the perimeter of your driveway. Once you start looking at over a public place or you're overlooking one of your, ne- your neighbor's property, then you are falling outside the scope of that domestic use exemption and data protection law applies to you the same way as it would apply to a shop or a supermarket or a local authority. 
the issue with ring cameras uh, and th th those sorts of smart cameras and smart doorbells we see is that there's an additional complication here because many of those cameras send data back to the manufacturer. So Amazon uses footage from ring doorbells to train its artificial intelligence and facial recognition tools and things like that. Uh, For all the stuff, Amazon just doesn't sell books. They, they do lots of other stuff as well now. And they're using that data to train new products and services and things that they sell in other contexts. Uh, that creates a relationship between you as a homeowner and Amazon called a, a joint controller relationship. And legally, you then have to tell people that you have a camera, what it's overlooking, why you have it, and that there is a relationship with Amazon or whoever you've got the camera from. Um, and people have a right to request access to the footage if it's outside the scope of that domestic use exemption. So all the rules that apply to any operator of a commercial CCTV camera system apply to people who are operating a domestic CCTV camera system once it goes outside the bounds of your, 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 your private space, your, your own property. I'm, I'm thinking of one awkward situation which could arise, and that would be many people don't have a driveway or a front mm -hmm. garden. So they're parking their little car on the public road. So they train the camera to look out and can pick up their car. Quite sensible. They want to watch their car in case anything happens to it. But they're facing into the public road. Yep. Sounds to me like Which they can't do that. Well, they can, they can do that, but that they, from a data protection point of view, they then need to ensure they have appropriate signage telling people that there is a camera there. They have to be very clear what the purpose for processing, for having that camera is. In this case, it will be Section 48 of the Data Protection Act. Uh, the detection, investigation, and prosecution of criminal offences will be the basis for having that camera. Um, uh, but people then have a right to request access to copies of that footage. So while the cameras are useful and there's a uh, there's doubtless a benefit in some cases for having them, having them brings with it a certain amount of responsibility as well. That classic line for Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there is this whole drive-on now and you hear the ads from time to time, don't you? If you're having something installed, get a professional, licensed professional to do it. So... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you taking chances if you just put it in yourself, go and buy it in Amazon or wherever, and do it yourself? Well, the the, the general rule around installation of security cameras is it's it's best if they're done by a, a registered licensed security installer because they've got training in what the, the the appropriate approach for installation is, and in in most cases they're aware of the data protection issues and implications, and a, a, a qualified installer will be able to advise on appropriate positioning and configuration of equipment. Mm. Buying a camera and sticking it on the door yourself, you're still required. Ignorance of the law is not a defense, unfortunately. You're still required to be aware of what the implications might be. And unfortunately, uh, even in, in, in a commercial context, the manufacturers and, and sellers of these technologies often don't think about or, or educate their customers on the data protection implications of those technologies. Yeah. But ultimately, it boils down PJ to a very simple rule the, the don't be an asshole rule, be a good neighbor rule. If you're going to put something up, talk to your neighbors before you buy it and see what they think. And if there is a, if there is a reason why you're, you're putting a camera up, 
maybe your neighbours might have an agreement with that or they, they might be able to uh, suggest different places to position it where everyone might benefit from the camera, not just you, or it might minimise the risk. Yeah. Ultimately, the Data Protection Commissioner doesn't want to get pulled into domestic disputes and arguments about who knocked over whose wheelie bin um, and, and, and things like that or, or disputes around antisocial behaviour between neighbours. But once there is any sort of processing of personal data that's within the scope of the legislation, they have to investigate that complaint and they have to take action. They're legally required to do that under, mm. under the Data Protection Act. I mentioned before I brought you in the Data Commissioner's website and there's a document of about 20-odd pages on all of this. And mm. I read, I, I thought that's not really accessible for the average Joe Bloggs to distill what his or her responsibilities are putting one of these things on the front door? Do we need a bit more clarity for the average householder? A bit more clarity the average householder will be useful. Now, the DPC does have a one-page document for dom- about domestic CCTV that's reasonably straightforward, uh, discussing specifically um, CCTV in the context of homes. And it's quite clear in that document that domestic CCTV systems should only operate in a way that captures images of people within the perimeter of the CCTV operator's own property, including their garden or driveway. And if you're operating in that regard, you're not subject to data protection law. Once you're outside the scope of that, you are. You and your colleagues have been doing some research, I understand, on the issues raised by all of this, and you're about to publish that research. Any any little bit of a a tip as to what's coming up or any hint of what you've discovered before you publish? The, 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 The key tip, the key the key thing we're, we're, we've identified the researchers that this is potentially a, a complex area where people are, are are with all the best will in the world sleepwalking themselves into potential risks because of particularly with ring cameras and similar technologies they've got that relationship with the camera manufacturer which wouldn't have existed five or ten years ago if you bought a camera in aldi or woody's five or ten years ago it was a camera that you stuck on the wall and was only going to one place it was going to your recorder or your screen now you've that data is going to other people as well and that creates a more complex legal relationship that needs to be understood and it, it creates potentially additional obligations on on a householder who's buying one of these cameras yeah. uh, ultimately it comes down pj to a very simple rule of be a good neighbor talk to your neighbors and try to avoid having unnecessary friction with your neighbors uh, good fences make good neighbors but too many cameras can make bad neighbors yeah and coming back lastly Darrett, to our original query, what is and what is not allowed, effectively, you're only allowed to focus on your own property. That's pretty much the rule. In terms of your, you're only allowed to focus on your own property. And if you do, if you go out into a public area uh, or you're overlooking someone else's property, then data protection law and privacy, privacy rights uh, of others apply. Uh, and that's where you have to consider signage or consider whether there is a better way of doing what you're trying to do in terms of protecting your property and indeed protecting the property of your neighbours. So if you put one of these Amazon Ring or any other such device on your front door, you can see into the street. They are quite a good camera. I've seen video from them. They're quite a good camera. You kind of have an obligation to go out onto the end of the drive and put smile your on camera. 
Essentially, go on. Ironically, go on Amazon and buy a sign. Might be the answer to the question. <laughs> yeah, they've got you everywhere, don't they? Not, not to mind listening to you through the old uh, Alexa, but that's another day's discussion. Dara, thank you. Uh, Dara O'Brien is the MD of Castlebridge Information Governance, Privacy and Quality. In short, a man who kind of knows his stuff. Courts ninety six FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.